celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team. We're all here for 2013. Dog trainer Alan Cable, Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Ladybug the Studio Stunt God. Yeah, I said God. That's what I thought you said. <laughs> she is around you. And of course, Judy's screening your calls at one 405 8405 Stacy, what do you got going on? You know how your dog barks like when the postman's walking by sure. or uh, uh, somebody's walking their dog? There's distinct barks. You can tell when something's wrong and when it's just like they're barking at a, a dog going by. What about it? Well, there's also things that your dog can tell about you. Huh. By the way you do certain things, the intonation in your voice. And you know what? They can actually take sides if you're having a fight with your spouse. I'll tell you about the details coming up on Animal Radio News. News flash, Stacy. Yeah. Like, hey, so it's it's the fifth. I was wondering how many people have broke their New Year's resolutions I, already. I have no New Year's resolutions. That was my New Year's resolution, and I'm keeping it. I, I agree with you. That's I do the same thing. I don't make one. Well, Joey, your New Year's last year was to lose like... Uh, 50 pounds, <laughs> and you, you've lost, well, what, 79 pounds? 79. I still got, I want to lose another 50 still, so, but I'm not making that my New Year's resolution, because since September till now, I've only lost two pounds, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to hold off there, and if it happens, then that was my resolution. Mm-hmm. I can go back, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Hey, we got a big show for you today. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to a guy who has a best-selling book, a rooster changed his life. Apparently, he was forced into a situation to live with a rooster who didn't like him. And it, it changed him for the better. Also on the way, cat owners, listen up. Joey's going to tell you how to groom your cat. Really? Also, Alan, you got scathing email, and I'm going to read that. Scathing email. Scathing, scathing email. The scathing review. Let's take a call for Dr. Debbie. We have Joseph on the phone. Hey, Joseph. Welcome to Animal Radio. I have a Jack Russell, and um, he, he's had a couple times in the last few weeks where he's uh, gotten up, and he started get, he started shaking, and he kind of, I guess last night, my wife said he fell over and uh, couldn't get back up, and then it, it just went away after a minute or so, and he was fine. Okay. And has that been something that's just been recently that's come on, or has he done that for a while? No, this is the first time this happened was on New Year's Eve, and okay. then it happened again the other night. So twice, and that's the first time we've ever noticed this. Okay, and what does he do when he has this? Does he actually lose any control of his urine? Does he defecate, or does he just kind of fall over? Uh, he, well, the first time he didn't fall over. Second time my wife said he did, but no, he doesn't, nothing like that, no. You know, at this point, I'd say we may have a challenge determining exactly what is causing the episodes, but there's there's basically a couple main things. Number one would be that we could be actually having a form of a seizure disorder, because um, not every seizure looks like that typical epileptic seizure that you may be familiar with. Um, some seizures can be very mild for dogs, where they can just have a trembling of one body part, or they can even stare off into space. So something like this, where he's kind of having combination of issues of having some trembling as well as kind of falling down, that would have to be high on my list of concerns, is that we could have a seizure. And the causes of seizures can be a lot. Um, everything from epilepsy to toxins to liver disorders to blood sugar issues. So there can be definitely a lot of causes within that diagnosis. Now, there are also pets that can have uh, what we call syncopal episodes, and that can sometimes be from heart problems. The, the challenge with the heart-related 
problems is that sometimes that can be a little harder to pick up. We might have to do something like an EKG um, or even a, a chest X-ray or an ultrasound to find out a little bit more about that. Um, but I think the big thing is that we, we do need to start getting some diagnostic tests to figure out what direction we're going because there are some pets that these episodes will get worse and worse, more frequent, and we may need to get them on some medication if we're dealing with a seizure-type disorder. If we're dealing more with a heart-based problem, diagnosis is going to be key because the last thing we would want to do is give him an anti-seizure medicine if he's got a bum heart and we've got a, a rhythm problem with his heart. That has a totally different kind of approach to things. So I think that this is the time when I talk about getting him into the vet and it's ideal if we can get a pet that just has the episode and we get him to the vet when they're actually coming out of it because sometimes um, when blood work is, we're talking about that, that's when sometimes we'll pick up some different changes on lab work or even with a, a heart tracing that might not be there at other times. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I hope he does well. Um, Love the little terriers. I'm a terrier fan myself now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, actually, Judy's uh, screening your calls. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. She's trying to figure out who you want to talk to. Is it Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or uh, perhaps Ladybug, the studio stunt dog? Seems to be a lot of calls for Ladybug today. What are you working on there, Stace? Well, the winter months are here, and that means it's freezing. freezing. Now, you could put a coat on your dog or your cat, but your goldfish, you can't do that so well. And you think, well, they're inside. They're warm. What's the big deal? Well, goldfish can end up becoming ice cubes at the top of your tank. Oh. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Also on the way, Joey Volani has tips for grooming your cat. Yes, apparently your cat needs to be groomed. And good luck. <laughs> he says he charges more for grooming cats. For hazard pay, yeah. Hazard pay. You have to. They're, they're tricky. <laughs> also on the way, a guy who says a rooster has changed his life, and now he has a best-selling book all because of it. Let's hit the phones. Let's go to line two. Hi, Richard. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. I understand you want to talk to Alan Cable. I just had a question. What is your problem, Richard? Richard, tell me your problem. I'm here for you. I love you, buddy. Okay. Uh, yes, I have. My mother has a small little dog. Uh, I'm not. It's not a photo, but it's a mixed photo with a, another type. I'm not sure which. But anyways, you know how you call dogs when they see you, they haven't seen you for a while, they um, usually run up to you. Well, this dog usually does the opposite. It shies away from you. Just wondering if there's any way to break that. Does the dog do it to everybody or just you, buddy? Everybody, except everybody. Uh, most likely her. Except your mom. And how long has your mom had the dog, since a puppy, or did she did she rescue it? it was, yeah, she rec- uh, the landlord gave it to her. It was about maybe about four months old. See, Richard, uh, basically, it's it's pretty. This one's pretty simple. The dog's just afraid, afraid of people, and usually that happens when dogs aren't socialized properly during that critical period when they're little puppies. So the dog attempts to flee from people because it's afraid, and that's one of the techniques that dogs use when they're afraid. They run away. Sometimes they show their teeth, or they growl, or they become very still, and and that's how you know the dog's afraid. And to stop a dog uh, from being afraid of people, you basically have to make the dog 
dog understand that you know you're no threat and that you're actually a positive thing. So it, it might be a good idea when you walk in the house to it, when the dog's afraid, have your mom remove the dog to another place, and then you just sit in a chair and and your mom lets the dog out, and every time the dog goes a little bit closer to you to investigate, your mom goes good dog and gives the dog a treat, and, yeah. and the dog starts to associate you and other people with treats instead of being fearful that you're going to do something. It's so funny, Richard. Some dogs, people think that dogs have been abused when they're afraid of people, but some dogs are just afraid of people that wear hats or people that have beards or uh, people that are women, people that are men. When I was helping out in Columbus, Ohio at the at the training center for the service dogs, uh, one dog failed because he was afraid of the Walmart happy face. I mean, he passed everything. He'd, he'd learned how, yeah, we couldn't walk him over a Walmart happy face in the store. He was just fearful of that. Those so things freak fa- me out, too. i got to be real honest with you. Whenever I see, That's why I don't shop there is because those smiley faces. Isn't that something? I mean, you just never know what a dog's going to be afraid of, but you can tell when they are afraid. And this dog just sounds like she's very afraid and fearful. So you kind of have well, to slowly be patient with her and, and get her to the point where she associates people besides your mother with pleasure. Well, I should have said that it's a male dog, and I've actually known it for a little while. He's always excited to see me, but it wags its tail. It's always See, that's a a mistake, Richard. It it appears to you that the dog is excited to see you, but what what you're really seeing is anxiety and fear. A lot of people mistake that for, for, uh, oh, the dog's happy. Just because a dog is wagging its tail and going kooky, it doesn't mean they're happy to see you. What it actually means is they're afraid of you because you're coming into their, you're coming onto their territory and they're trying to deal with their fear. That's why she turns around and runs away. All right. And as soon as I sit in its safe place, then it comes over to me and wants me to pet it and all that. But the intro stuff, it's always run away and then run to a safe spot. She's fearful. She's fearful, and she's trying to protect your mother. Your mother's probably not a strong, dominant pack leader, and the dog just thinks it has to protect your mom. It's afraid of everybody. And then once you sit down... You know, and, and and it becomes mellow. She can kind of investigate you, but she's still afraid of you, buddy. Okay, that sounds like it is. That's the case. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, just be calm. Have your mother be calm and act like the dog isn't there. Just walk in, sit down, pay no attention to the dog. And when your mom knows you're coming over, it'd be a good idea just to put her in another room so that she can be introduced to you after you're inside the house. And that goes oh. for everybody. Okay. Is that the dog and the mom? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> That's a good question, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call, Richard. one 405 8405 to connect with our dream team. You know, we hear from a lot of truckers, a lot of people traveling across the country, and I hope that you've heard us talking about the TAG Pet Tracker. This is the GPS Pet Tracker that I gave everyone for Christmas. If you didn't get one, that's simply because, well, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe next year, you can pick one of these up. And I'll tell you, it's not only good for identifying where your dog is, uh, but it also tracks their activity level. So you can tell if they've had too much exercise or, more likely, too little exercise. Which That is would be great for, for truckers. I'm telling you, because sometimes the dogs sit in the truck all yeah. day long. They don't get enough exercise. This will tell you if you need to 
uh, take them out on your next smoke break or wh- wherever you're getting out. Give them a little bit of exercise. They need 30 to 60 minutes daily, usually, depending upon the breed. Uh, the other thing that I really liked about this, Judy turned me on to this, is it has zones on it. So you can set zones. If the dog leaves a particular zone that you set, let's say it's your yard's boundaries, it can text you or email you. That's so cool. It is. And, you know, there's a lot. I'll be real honest with you. There's a lot of GPS tags out there. This one is my favorite because not only does it look so freaking cool, but it is small yeah. you can charge it easily and the, it's something that the it doesn't really detract from the dog it doesn't uh, uh weigh them down and with no, so my 16 pound dog weighs, I, wears that without I, a problem isn't it amazing yes. are you tracking uh activity with is it boss that's wearing it Yes, we, we do track, and, and I'd say for, for me that's, you know, well, we get him out a lot, so I'm not so worried about his activity level, but for me it's the security of knowing I can find him should he slip away, um, or when he's at my uh, father's house where, you know, he's kind of not under the best supervision sometimes. I know that. <laughs> I, I can ensure that if he does sneak away um, that I can track him down. And actually I had an employee lose their dogs the Ooh. other day, and it would have been so wonderful oh, had she wow. had the, the tag tr- um, trackers on them because then she would have been able to find them in the neighborhood a few blocks away. Okay, she well, did find him though eventually, didn't she? She did, but it was a day and a half of worry oh, and yeah. someone had him and she was trying internet things, but you know, this allows, the tag tracker allows you to track them down, not passively wait for good-hearted Samaritans to, to bring your pets back to you. Wow. You can get this at many fine retailers like the Apple Store or Apple Online, Amazon, your Verizon Wireless Store, Target, Best Buy, Sam's Club, Staples, hundreds of vet clinics. Check it out, tag.com. That's T-A-G-G.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Matthew Harris, a researcher at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, has discovered chickens with something extra. Teeth! Lots of teeth! Some scientists believe that ancient genetic DNA tendencies can resurface after being dormant for years. Tooth growth in birds has been researched, debated, and often ridiculed for 200 years. Harris and his partner were researching a mutant strain of chickens who rarely survive when they discovered the teeth, which look a lot like baby teeth and alligators, which happen to be birds' closest living relative. Why these particular chickens develop teeth is unknown, but Harris says it's like finding gold in a bathroom. Or finding teeth in a chicken, I guess. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now, Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to TAGG.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. We've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. 
Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal imbalance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-510-3558. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-510-3558. That's 1-800-510-3558. Hi, this is Carrie Andy Nava from Dance with the Stars. Don't forget to stay new to your animals, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Coming up next week on the big show, we're going to have a guy who's training some dogs to drive. And I'm not kidding you here. You can probably see the videos over online. I know they're on YouTube. We've seen this. Alan brought this to our attention. Uh, Very intriguing. These dogs are really learning to drive and, and shift gears and steer the steering wheel. It's a phenomenal experience. And we're going to talk to the trainer. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, and these aren't special dogs. These are shelter dogs. Shelter that dogs. That he pulled out of a shelter. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's uh, on the way next week. Stacy, what are you working on? Have you ever had, like, one of your friend's dogs run up to you and you think they're so cute and then they breathe on you and you want to pass out? Oh, their yeah. Their breath smells like fish. <laughs> well, they should brush their teeth. Not the dog itself, but their owner should. And I'll tell you why. Coming up. Not only because of that bad breath, but their gums need to be healthy. I'll tell you, coming up on Animal Radio News. I figure I don't brush them. Why should they brush them? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Get it together, Hal. Hey, Violet, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Actually, I have a problem with a cat that keeps on going in, in my one room, and she's got her own room and her own little tree and everything, but I can't let her out because she's got hit by the car twice. Mm. She waits for okay. the cars to come, and then she zooms out at me. Mm, she's she's a danger lover. She's pooping in my room, and she keeps on pooping there. So now okay. I don't know. Um, someone told me to get some miracle stuff to put down, clean it up. I've tried um, her, uh, oh, gosh, uh, kitty litters. I've went through so many of them. Um, mm-hmm. I went back to her old one now. Now um, someone told me to do, like, a little rescue remedy in her water. Now, mm-hmm. I put a couple drops. I don't know how many drops I should put in, but I put like five. But now we're seeing something different. She's stressed out. Mm-hmm. So now okay. I'm just wondering what kind of behavior, what can I do for her? Okay. So let me just get this clear. She um, she stays indoors, and she yeah. has how many litter boxes? She has one, two, three, four, five in one room. 
in one room, one location. Wow. Okay. I don't want her to miss it. <laughs> okay. And then are there other kitties in the home? Um, in the other room. There's another room. Okay, so she does not leave this room? No, she does not. Mm-mm. Okay, so then how is she getting to another room and in, in going inappropriately? No, she's doing it in her room. Uh, in her room, okay. Yeah. All right, and so there's other cats. And, and, and it's bad what she's doing. Okay, yeah. And it's not malicious. She's not doing it to tell you that she's pissed at you. She's she's unhappy. She's very unhappy with her situation. Now, is she only pooping out of the box or is she peeing out of the box? No, she's peeing in the box, but she's pooping outside. Okay. All righty. So this is a little bit kind of odd situation. I'll be honest, Violet, because a cat that only lives in one room, she's got a very enclosed small area. So she may be hearing things in the other rooms. She may be, you know, smelling things, other cats, other people, animals going by. And that can be a stressful thing. So in some situations, cats will just have a complete aversion to their litter box. And then sometimes it's stress related. So um, I like the idea you're giving her ample sights, but she's still not liking it. She's, she's, there's something about the litter box environment that she's not happy with. Um, so I, I would say that, you know, I, I would love it if she had more room in the home that she could call her own because that would be a yeah, more natural I, I exploration. And the next day we got presents again. We'll let her back in her room because she'll try to go out the doggy door and, and then we have to catch her before she runs out to the street. Mm, okay. All right. And, um, so I've tried other stuff for her, but it's just it's really hard because I don't want her getting hit by a car. I don't want her. She thinks dogs love her to death that they'll eat her, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Violet, your challenge is going to be that it, it's not going to be what we give her to make her stop this. It's going to be how we change things in her current environment to make her go into the litter box. Okay. So it's really, she's she's like someone at a fair who really doesn't want to use that porta potty okay. and will go crouch in the alley because they don't want to go in that dirty porta potty. I'm telling you. Um, or, or something, something that's upsetting in that litter box area. So I like the idea of you've tried litter changes. There may be other things we do. We take the lids off the litter boxes. We may try... We may try other things in addition to that as far as a regular litter box for some cats is just too tall. Um, so we'll try a lower uh, profile litter box, like I an under cat. A smaller one and then a uh-huh. bigger one and then I can well, not just, it off. S- not just small in size. So the size of a litter box should be one and a half times the length of the cat. But we also want a low profile one. That means a low ledge to step over. And usually carpet, um, I'm sorry, um, storage boxes that go under beds, you know, for like uh, uh, wrapping paper, oh. things like that. Those are nice and low. Oh. Now, we may say we're going to try something totally alternative in that litter box besides litter. Now, we can try scoopable litter. Most cats prefer scoopable litter over clay style litters. But we may even try other things. Like I've had cats that like to go in dirt or they like to go in grass outside so we may actually put those items inside her litter box Um, the other thing i would ask you to put in the litter is a product called cat attract and um, it helps to attract and draw attention to the litter box and makes kitties want to go in that area so that might be one thing to try there Um, and then as far as you know we just need to make sure we're making our kitty as comfortable as possible so pheromones are helpful Um, she may be a cat we need to take her to the vet talk to the vet and see if she's a candidate for behavioral medications. Um, but everything you're describing to me is that she is unhappy about her living situation. And she's not doing it to spite you. She's not trying to get you mad. She's just, she doesn't know what to do. And, and this is how she's expressing herself. I thought maybe because when she got hit by the car twice, maybe something happened to her. 
you know, and, and that's one reason why to try the low profile uh, litter box may be one thing to do. And I don't know the extent of her injuries, but yeah, absolutely. If she had something down in the pelvic area, that can cause pain. And so if we have some kind of chronic pain back there, you know, that's the next yeah, thing. So, yeah, so yeah. that, that too, I would make sure, talk um, to your veterinarian about that. Yeah, my other one, my other veterinarian's giving her um, glucosamine. Great, good, so, good. And she actually hung herself on a fence, but she goes outside. She's she, and she pees in the toilet, so she's she's, <laughs> but she she, she's got it figured own, out. Own um, thing, and she doesn't want no one in there. So we have to keep hers only. Period. Hers. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Casey tells you everything about her. So <laughs> wow, really trippy. That's, I mean, I'm never that's a lot that. of poopy details here. We got Violet. <laughs> 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 well, I, I hope that's of some help. I mean, you've definitely got kind of a lot of things going on with trying to manage, and, and definitely, you know, I like the idea. You got a tree for her, give her things to do. Those little hammies that you put by the window so she can look outside, yeah. um, and a lot of those cat dispensing interactive toys. You know, the treats. So you know, things for her to do. Some kind of thing that plugs in the wall, also. It's a, well, a yeah, that, that's um, it, that, that's the pheromone diffuser, and that's a scent hormone that has a natural calming effect. So it can help. I don't find a lot of time it helps tremendously with defecation issues. It's usually more for cats with uh, with elimination issues, so they're peeing in inappropriate spots. But it, but you can try it. it. It wouldn't hurt certainly. So yeah, she's in it, but she just poops on the outside. So um, now I'm thinking it's more that she wants attention. No, she's not defecating for attention. Cats don't do that. They don't do that. It's not in. The, it's not in their playbook. Um, she's defecating for either, say, a medical reason that she's having pain, or that she has she's unhappy with her litter box environment. So those are the, the focuses that I would really don't turn it into a human emotion. Cats don't think that way. Um, it's really how we can make her happy. And uh, I know, Alan. You know, dogs aren't spiteful, are they? No, they're not. <laughs> People are. They're not. They're not spiteful. No. Uh, yeah, cats are complicated. I mean, the more I listen to Doctor Debbie talk about cats, I mean, it's a, it, it's a, you gotta, I mean, you gotta be determined and you gotta be committed to having a cat. Cats are, they're 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 high maintenance. They're tough. And now that we we hear this lady whose cat is using the toilet, wow! Now we have to wait for the bathroom uh, because the cat's using the toilet. <laughs> I know, Judy, you had problems with one cat, and you actually ended up putting uh, carpet samples in the litter instead of litter. Yeah, it was, she was going all over the carpet, and I thought, well, God, this will tell her that going on the carpet is okay, but I. I tried it. I cut up some pieces and it put in the litter box, for you. and it works. She'll go to. Where do you get the carpet. samples? You just go to the carpet store and yeah, ask go for to samples. The carpet store and just ask for their old samples or get the old pieces Does of rag and cut them litter? up. Litter? No, it, it may cost a little more than litter, but, but it hey, works. you know, if they prefer that substrate, then then you're training her back to the physical location of the box. So, okay. makes sense. well, we wish Save you all the best carpet. of luck there, Violet. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. They give your four legged friends the four star treatment. Available at Caesars Palace, Paris, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes amenities like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. It's more than pet. Friendly. It's pet focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Petstay Las Vegas. If you're heading out there tonight, you'll check out Celine Dion. Yeah, she's still around. She's playing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You know, she's made over a half a billion dollars in albums this last year you know, alone. I'd like that to be my New Year's resolution. I want to go see Celine, Celine, Celine Dion, Dion this year. Okay. It's an awesome show. I highly I, recommend yeah. it. And bring your pets to the hotel, that is. Thanks, Pets Day, for sponsoring Animal Radio.
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal imbalance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-510-3558. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-510-3558. That's 1-800-510-3558. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, you think you know your dogs. They give you a certain bark. I can always tell when the postman's outside or when somebody's walking by with their dog because my dogs have different barks for each thing. There's a certain posture, a look that they give you. But do you know your dogs can also tell a lot about you as well by the way you stand, by the way you do certain things? Veterinarian Dr. Stu Robeson from Fox Creek Veterinary Hospital says there's a few things that you may want to know about your dog, like they know when you're being unfair to some extent. Researchers found that when dogs saw other dogs getting treats for a trick that they'd been performing unrewarded, well, the dog that didn't get anything became visibly distressed. They can also tell when your priorities shift, like when you bring a baby home from the hospital and you're not the, you know, focusing all your attention on them anymore. Well, they pick up on that and it can even lead to depression. They also sense fear. Dogs read the world by reading us. So if you act cautiously and back away, they probably will too. And they also can tell if you're generous. Believe it or not, dogs are watching and listening to all your social interactions with other humans. So take note, if you're having a fight with your uh, husband or you're yelling at one of your kids, your dog may take sides because they can read you and they can read other humans too. Winter is here and with it comes freezing temperatures in many parts of the country. So now is the time to really protect your pets from the elements and the colder weather. Don't leave them outside when the temperature dips below freezing. Pets are much safer indoors in freezing weather. If you do have them outside, 
um, you know, you want to be sure that you've got a surface that's not flat on the ground, that they've got a bed with a warm blanket and a pillow or that it's lined with straw as insulation and off of that cold ground. This is pretty interesting, too. You know, in the summer, they tell you don't leave your pet in the car because those temperatures inside become very hot. When it's 85, it becomes 105. Never leave your pet alone in a car during cold weather, either. In the winter, a car is just like a refrigerator, and it traps that cold air, which can cause your pet to freeze to death. Beware of antifreeze. It's a deadly poison. Many women use it to kill their husbands. They put it in a little Gatorade. Whoops, they drank the Gatorade. Uh, they drank the antifreeze by accident. Well, it has a sweet taste, and we don't want to kill our pets. Who cares about your husband? But your pets, we want to be careful of. Indoor pets, they need extra monitoring as well, like reptiles or tropical fish. They, you know, can be cold in there, and then, boom, those fish are swimming at the top of the tank. Actually, they're not swimming. Anyway, also cats in cars, be careful. They get into the engine, and, uh, you know, the engine's warm, so they think that... Uh, that's where it's a safe place to be. You want to hit the hood of the of the car and make sure they're not in there because when you start it up, you got to cook cat. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop Free is the litter box that cleans itself, so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. You bathe your pet at home, and now you can dry them like a pro with the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. This lightweight, compact, quiet dryer is perfect for winter bathing. The X-Power Pro at Home Dryer comes with four styling nozzles, so you can get the professional look at home. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January only. It makes the perfect gift for the entire family, and it's endorsed by me, Groomer Joey Villani. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. Think where you live means you have to settle for a slow online experience? You don't! That's why we're introducing Exceed from Viasat. Exceed Broadband brings together the highest capacity satellite in the world, state-of-the-art ground equipment, and breakthrough technology to bring you super-fast speeds. Think what you could do with that! Watch streaming videos, TV shows, and movies with less buffering, share photos faster, enjoy video chats with less jitter, and send and receive files all much faster. Call Exceed Broadband at 800-397-4999 and you get three data plans to choose from, all with the same amazingly fast speed new feature is late night free zone exclusive to exceed customers can download as many movies shows that they want during overnight hours and it does not count towards their monthly usage call now for special offer 800-397-4999 we think it's time you get the online experience you deserve think fast think exceed broadband 800-397-4999 dial 800-397-4999 now that's 800-397-4999 again 800-397-4999 exceed broadband now that's fast call 800-397-4999 this portion of animal radio is brought to you by tag the pet tracker 
Your dog's an escape artist. Don't know if they get enough exercise. You'll want to get one of these tag pet trackers. It lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer. And we all know tracking both in location and activity helps you keep your pet safe and healthy. Head on over to tag, T-A-G-G dot com today. And let's uh, head on over to Rebecca. I believe it's Rebecca. Is this Rebecca? Regina. Oh, Regina. Sorry about that. What's going on, Regina? Okay, uh, my question is, uh, we have two African greys, but the youngest one, his name is Luigi, and we just got him uh, at the pet shop like a month ago. He was there, he, he was at the pet shop for nine months since he was uh, a baby, and um, he never grew tail. But uh, we really liked him because nobody was going to take him home nowhere. So uh, my question is, is he going to grow a tail ever? Okay, so just so I understand, he has not grown his tail feathers in, or is he? Do you witness him pl- plucking them out? Some, some. As soon as they start growing up, he just pluck them out. Okay, and is he housed with other birds, or is he by himself? He was by himself at the time while he was in the pet shop. Right now, we have more than one bird at home, so he's socializing with other birds now. Okay, because that would be one big thing. Now, I do see some juvenile um, African greys that tend to do this, uh, you know, in captivity and sometimes just when they're kind of stressed in kind of these pet store situations. It's kind of what they do just to kind of socialize and, and kind of preen each other. But it can get excessive, and it actually can also kind of be triggered by some anxiety problems too. So I like the idea that you're trying to find him things to do. You're trying to socialize him. Um, but um, I'm also a little bit concerned because in some cases – um, we can see excessive tail feather chewing and plucking when there's actually problems medically going on down there. So there can actually be pain, inflammation, or even problems with the preen gland, the little kind of oil gland over the tail base area. So if you haven't had him checked by a vet, an avian veterinarian, I would certainly start with that first because anything you try to do behaviorally to correct this, we're not going to get anywhere if there's if something medically we need to address. Okay, um, because I I keep checking on him, and I don't see any any like bleeding parts, and you know because I'm being concerned about it. So I check, and everything is dry. It's no, it's it's not bleeding, or it's not not infection. So that's why mm-hmm. I try to keep him busy, put toys inside the cage when during the time that he's in the cage. And um, since I have more than one, actually, I was trying to find a place where I can. Um, what do I need to do to check on the sex? Because I have more than one, so I really want to know. Okay. What I have, how many boys or girls I have, so. Okay, yeah, definitely. And, and I'd say for, you know, for this guy's, um, you know, interest, um, I want to make sure that he's staying active too. So, you know, you, you've got some things for him to do, but, um, there, there's also ways you can hide the food in his cage to keep him occupied. And kind of going back to this feather picking birds, it's horribly frustrating and becomes really some repetitive behaviors. And, and I think a lot of times, you know, we just kind of have to think out of the box to keep our birds busy and to keep them from picking themselves. So, you know, there's little ways you can kind of hide their food in um, pieces of balled up paper um, so that he has to kind of pick through the paper to get to the food. And if the time he spends... I'll make it interesting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So the time that, you know, cage birds, we pretty much present the food to them, sit it in front of them and say, okay, go ahead and eat. And it's it's boring. You know, it's very boring. So Yeah, because it's the only time when he gets very active when he's he's hungry and he starts... So what I did is I removed the food from the cage and I put it on the stand. So what I do is I force him to walk up with the cage 
and get the food once he's out of the cage because he's very irrational now. He's like, he's very, he's very, um, he, he doesn't let me pet him or anything, so it's a mm -hmm. fight. So he's very aggressive. So what I try to do is just make him get off the cage and close the cage and try to keep him on the stand because most of the time uh -huh. he's leaning against the cage in a corner, like uh -huh. in a sitting position. So I go like, that's oh. never going to let the tail to grow any further because he's always against the the yeah. floor or the cage so I try to keep him on the stand most of the time yeah and then one other thing and, and your vet can kind of help you with this as well is uh, sometimes you know African greys are big birds sometimes if their wings are trimmed a little bit overly aggressively it causes them to fall and injure their tail feathers more and that can lead to inflammation in the feather shaft so that's where you know I know you're not seeing anything going on there but this is where the veterinary eyes might be helpful in determining if there's something like that that we need to back down on a wing trim use some anti-inflammatory pain relievers to help um, so, oh, so that's okay. kind of so there's a lot we can try in that avenue. Now, you did bring up something about uh, sexing these guys. So there's definitely a blood test we can do, a DNA blood test to sex birds that you just can't tell from the outside what sex they are. Um, and, and that, too, your, your avian veterinarian can help you with that. We either draw blood from one of the veins or even sometimes just from a toenail trim. Um, okay. But, yeah. So that can definitely be done. And it might help you kind of understand some of your birdie's behavior as well. So. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Luigi is something special. Because I have this issue with, with Patrick, my other African grey. He was plucking the feathers from his chest. But I give him more toys and I allow him more time off the cage. And that helps a lot. He's, he's all socializing and all over the place now. And at night, they sleep in the cage. So maybe uh -huh. Luigi is younger than, than Patrick, so I was hoping that that is going to help. But I'm going to follow to what you say, and thank you for taking my call, and I love your show. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much, Regina. We appreciate your call. one 405 8405 I did not realize you were bilingual. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, I definitely, you know, have people from all walks of life coming in here and all places across the globe. So uh, yeah. I, I did not understand a word of that. But she was talking about a bird, right? Sexing her bird, right? <laughs> yeah, sexing a bird and feather picking and her African grain. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Welcome back to another installment of Party Animal with me, your host, Vinnie Penn. I want to tell you kind of a, a sad story. My daughter's in her second year of school. I had a young daughter named Stella, for those of you who have been following along. You know she comes up quite a bit in these. You were with us when we bought Stella her fish, Betty, not too long ago. Uh, when I walk Stella to school, there's a certain point where we have to cross the street because there is a dog... Uh, fenced in that barks like a son of a gun when you're even a block away from it. It terrifies her, so we always have to cross the street. Still makes him bark, but we have we, crossing the street makes her feel safer. Now, I don't live far from the house I grew up in, and I know that this dog has been there for quite some time. I, I, I don't know the family personally, uh, but they don't live far from the, uh, the little convenience store in the area, so I've always been walking by this area. Well, recently we were going for a walk, Last couple of times, and she's been saying, you know, uh, let's cross the street, but we haven't been hearing the barking. Now, she it, it took uh, really two times, I think. She noticed the first time, but by the second time, she said, you know, where is he? And I was afraid of the answer. The answer is not as grim as you're expecting. But nonetheless, I said, well, let's go back over there. And then there, we, there he was. I don't know the dog's name. And he was there, just not up to barking anymore. 
And I can tell my daughter at all of seven years, she's got her head wrapped around it. She said, well, why isn't he barking? Uh, and she looked over at the dog and it's like she wanted the bark. And I said, you see, even barking can be missed. Vinny Pet, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Listeners, as we begin our 12th year of Animal Radio, brand new listeners on KFKB in Seattle and WLEM in Emporium, Pennsylvania. They make uh, our 103rd and 104th radio station to join the Animal Radio Network. Woo-hoo. Thanks, guys. And uh, check in if you're listening in one of those cities. Call us at 1-866-405-8405. And if you are a new listener, you probably have not heard Dr. Stephen Alde on Animal Radio yet. We welcome him back. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Good, good. How's everybody? Afternoon. Oh, we are just doing yes. splendid. I want to tell the new listeners a little bit about your background. You are a uh, veterinarian who's, you take care of horses primarily, is that correct? Yeah, primarily race horses, and my focus is on uh, lameness work. I just do uh, lameness evaluations and fix lame horses. During your work, you've discovered a supplement which you've created uh, called Lubricin, which works great on the horses, but you've also discovered works great on dogs and cats and all kinds of animals. Absolutely, yeah, and people as well. We want to find a better way to replenish hyaluronic acid into the joints, which is the primary component in the fluid in the joints, and that's why we came up with the oral version, which is much, much easier to give, a lot more convenient, and basically it's a whole lot more cost-effective than injecting. What age should you start using? Lubricin. Well, typically with with any young animal, I mean, you know, it's a normal uh, change with age that you're going to get degenerative joint disease, meaning that you're going to deteriorate cartilage. The earlier that you start supplementing it, the better off these joints will stay and be maintained, and the quality of life will be maintained to a much higher degree throughout their life. Mm, sort of like preventative maintenance is what you're saying. Most definitely, yes. Absolutely. No different than, you know, changing the filters and, and, and oil in your car, no different as the same situation. The better lubricants you get, the better off you are, and the better, longer it lasts. Mm. Oh, I never looked at it that way. And you you can use this with other types of modalities or other types of pain medicine if they're on something else, correct? Sure, you definitely can. Uh, the, the reason why we came up with this and we found a real, real good application in the small animal is that the non-steroidals in small animals were developed to give you great symptomatic coverage. I mean, they definitely improve, but the problem is they have a lot of systemic and tissue organ damage that basically is, you know, somewhat irreversible and irreparable, even small doses. So the earlier you get on this, the less likely you are that you may need that. Now, you may have to have it from time to time, but we'd certainly recommend that you go the all-natural route, which would be lubricin, which uh, hyaluronic acid naturally occurs in the joints, and that's what we're, we're really big proponents of here. What kind of sign should I be looking for that my animal is having joint discomfort? Typically, what you start seeing in, in older dogs, and in, in younger dogs as well, I mean, if they have, you know, let's say, a, you know, some sort of, you know, early dysplastic problem, is that they, they have a little change in attitude uh, on real, real hard floored surfaces. They have a hard time getting up and stabilizing the joints. Uh, you'll notice that their behavioral things like going upstairs are reluctant, uh, jumping up on beds, maybe the way they used to, uh, they're reluctant, and jumping up in your car, things of this nature. These are all early signs that you start 
starting to get degenerative joint disease or symptoms of arthritis as well. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. What makes her such a great stunt dog? Well, she's on Lubricin. <laughs> All her bones are... She she glides across the studio she's floor. She's Check out Lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Don't forget, if you put the code Animal Radio in the box there, you'll get yourself a discount. It is Lubricin, a proud sponsor of Animal Radio. And Dr. Stephen Alde, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You guys have a great weekend. We get your email. Yes, we do. Your voice at animalradio.com. The best way to get to us. Got a scathing email for a segment that Alan Cable Ooh, did. What'd they say? What was my, what what did was he my do? segment? What did I blow steam off about? So is the trainer. That's controversial. What? Have you noticed that yes. on the show? You might remember a few yeah. weeks back we were talking about bringing the dog into the bed, sleeping with the dog. Uh-huh. Yes. And uh, you, of course, vehemently say, no, don't allow the well, dogs you know, in bed. But I said, I said, other people, you should do what you want. It's just I'm not going to let my dog in my bed. I don't tell people what to do. People tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, Roger, Roger Peters thought so much of your segment that he decided to call us. And he writes, or he decided to write us, and he writes, I listened to your little bit. I like how he says little bit. I listened to your little bit on my dog sleeping in bed with me. First of all, it's got nothing to do with guilt. Second, even if or when he doesn't sleep with me, he doesn't sleep in a box. Not only do I not own a box, I don't put him on a leash. This guy never puts him on a leash. Wow. He also roams our home as he pleases, so if an intruder were to show up, he would be able to bite his genitals off. This is beautiful. Beautiful. If he does make a nuisance of himself in bed, I just kick him off the bed. He knows who the true big dog is in the house. It's me. He puts capital M-E right there. So what's he saying? He says, in the end, I get so sick of the politically correct BS on all these little radio snippets from you guys, you so-called experts. The only good thing left in America is that you can have your opinion and I can know it sucks. Happy holidays from Roger Peter. He writes, P.S. I drive a semi, own guns, hunt, and dock. My dog helps me pick up the chicks. Go figure, a real redneck. So we uh, thank you for your email here. What do you think about that, Alan? What do you, you want you my picture that on dog? That? I'm happy for Yeah, it's a beautiful dog. Let me beautiful dog. I'm happy for that. You know what? Not all dogs need, uh, not all human owners need help. I mean, some dogs are just really cool. And, uh, you know, you're lucky when you get a dog like that. They don't need much, uh, they don't need much training. They don't need much help. They kind of come into the world and they're special and, uh, they just behave cool from the minute they're brought into the house. And, you know, that happens a lot with rescue dogs. I've noticed that a lot of times with rescue dogs that, uh, when you adopt a rescue dog, uh, a dog that's in the, uh, the pound, they come home and they, a lot of times they're perfect little citizens and, uh, they're wonderful animals. So I'm really happy that him and his dog are, are doing well. Well, and I don't consider myself an expert on anything. I just basically watch dog behavior. I watch the people that own the dogs, and that's why it's really cool to be around the people that own the dogs because you can really see where the problem or where the dilemma comes from when you watch how a human interacts with his dog. And then I just try to help the person adjust their behavior so that the dog feels more confident, secure, comfortable, 
and uh, can give the owner the behavior that he wants, which is, you know, you want a good little dog that be, behaves like a good citizen and is fun to be around. You don't want a dog that jumps all over people and that you have to lock away and that you can't take around other dogs and other people. You want a dog that's well socialized that you can uh, have as a companion, and that's the goal is to help people well, achieve that. I'm glad you feel like that, but people, I, I consider myself an expert, okay? So however Alan considers him, I'm an expert. Don't send me no hate mail because I will lash back. What are you an expert on, Joseph? What do you know more than, and then, what do you know more about than everybody else? Listen, what do you want to know? You want to know about coat? You want to know about the marrow in the hair? What do you want to know? I'll tell you. you see that? Anything you, you want to know about coat. Come on, that, baby. Put, put it on the table. Let's go. I you, got a question for you. Like, like, if you shave your dog's hair off, how come it doesn't grow back the same sometimes? It depends. It, it depends on what kind of coat. Some coats it will, some coats it won't. If you're a double-coated dog, you don't want to do that because what you did was is you destroyed the natural process of how the hair should be removed. It shouldn't be cut. So there you go. That's wild, man. That's wild. That's what I did to my dog. I ruined his coat, Joey. I'm bad. We love your email, by the way. Uh, you can send it to your voice at AnimalRadio.com. <laughs> Hit us up on Facebook at Animal Radio or even the Animal Radio app for your iPhone or Android. You could uh, ask your questions right from the app. Hey, Hal, what are you an expert in? Absolutely nothing. He's expert at not See being that? an expert. Hey, you know what? That uh, that article you sent me about the driving dogs. Oh, isn't that the best story? Did you see the video? Yeah. Not only did I see the video, but I'm happy to say that next week on the big show, Judy That's has awesome, booked dude. the, uh, the trainer. trainer. For these dogs. That guy is a great trainer. You know, I'm going to send you, I see stories a couple times, at least three, four stories a week of dogs, and, and they're cool, and I'm going to send them all to you from now on. You know what? You spend a lot of time on the internet, I noticed. Well, to do my show, in my other radio show, I'm on there every day, eight hours, looking for stuff. Hey, think about that, though. You don't need a show. You don't have to pay a chauffeur. All you got to do is feed the dog and teach him how to drive, and you got to drive. A dog take you around the park, wherever you want to go. That's cool. That's I'm so telling you. Cool. See, that's what I need you to do for me, Alan, is I need you to train my dog so they know how to drive. Two of them, because I want someone to ride shotgun while I sit in the back. So just so <laughs> I know they're paying attention. There's a lot of truck drivers listening. This might be uh, the wave of the future. That dog that's sitting right next to you right now that's chewing up all your stuff might be driving next year. You'll be chewing his crap. That's even better, because I can send the dog out to work. I'll stay home. Just send me the check. You can, you can hire the giant hamsters from the, what is it, the Kia commercial? Yes, they, yes, and they, they, they drive pretty good. Yeah. Okay, let's see. If you didn't get the X-Power Pro at Home dryer for Christmas or Hanukkah, you still have a chance to get it, either for yourself or for your spouse or for your animal, whatever. It works great as a vacuum, by the way. Joey got me one for Christmas. And the deal now is through January, they're only 89 bucks. This is like something that's valued at 200 bucks, only 89 wow. bucks. Joey, hold it up to the microphone so our fellow listeners can see it. See that? Wow. It I has, like that. It's, it's, it's small. You know what? This thing is, I'm telling you, this thing is so cool. And for $89, I got the professionals buying it because I'm showing them um, every time every time I take it with me. Because I, I, I keep it in my car now when I when I freelance just in case because a lot of the places I go to don't have the um, the equipment that's as good as this X-Power um, you know, home dryer. Hey, look, it has the four attachments. Uh -huh. um, it has the, um, it, 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 it's reversible. 
becomes a vacuum. I could blow my car out with it, or I can <laughs> vacuum up the, the the pet hair that's in it. I mean, you can take it anywhere with you. It's 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 not just a dryer. It's really for for any any time that you have to um, blow some air out, you know, through something or vacuum something, you can use it. It's great. It's quiet. So the good thing about it is, if you got a puppy at home, this thing is perfect because it's quiet. It's convenient. You could store it real easy. There's really nothing bad I could say about this um, piece of equipment. It's well, as good as the, the, the professional equipment we use in the salon. It's really, really powerful. And you know what's amazing? You think something this powerful is going to be loud and noisy, yeah, but noisy. it's really compact and quiet. It's technology. It's new, it's it's brand new technology. And the cool thing about it is, is this technology is only them. They're the only ones that have it that's this quiet. It's a special type of motor that they have that'll last forever, basically. It's an, a great gift. Only 89 bucks. Get it at Amazon.com or Viper Pet. Viper Pet with a V. ViperPet.com and look for the X-Power Pro at Home Pet Dryer. Oh, yeah. Get down, down baby. <laughs> I'm telling you. Wow, look at you guys go. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> it's Animal Radio. Having more fun than allowed by law. I've never seen you move like that, Hal. one 405 8405 You'll probably never see me move again <laughs> like that. No yeah, I think you pulled something. <laughs> I did. Let's hit the phones up first. It's all about you. We have Susan on the phone for Alan. Hey, Susan, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. I, I'm hoping that you can help me out here. Okay. I've got an 11-year-old toy poodle, male, who suddenly has become not broken. And I'm not sure what's going on. Um, we have had a, a serious problem with fleas um, this summer, and I've been you know, flea-dipping them or bathing them and taking care of that, trying to get that under control. And um, it seems like for the last couple months, uh, at least once a week, he um, misses and uh, pees or, or poos on the on the hardwood floor, and I I don't know what to do about it. Um, can I ask you a question? Uh, do you have another dog too? Yeah, I've got a, another toy poodle, female, and uh, she's a little older than the than the male. And um, how long have how long have they lived together? Their whole lives, or is it a recent? Thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their okay. whole lives. Well, the first and thing you should do... Good, I'm sorry, sweetie. I, I was going to say, I've got two um, boxers that are uh, outside dogs, but, um, you know, the poodles are the in-house. So the, the boxers, have they always been around, too, or are they new? Uh, they're probably three years old. But, I mean, have you had them for a long time? Uh, just three years. Okay. Um, the first thing you should do is take the little fella, take him to the vet, because a lot of times when dogs start peeing in the house, it could be a medical problem. They get urinary tract infections just like people. Uh, they get kidney stones and bladder stones when they get a little older. So you have to rule out uh, a medical condition before you can do anything else because, you know, your dog's 11 years old. There could be something medically going on. So you want to take your dog to the vet and make sure that is not what's going on. And then the second reason why dogs do this, a lot of times a change in the environment will cause dogs to start going in the house again. That's why I asked you if you got a new dog, because that would cause it. Sometimes even new dogs moving into the neighborhood will cause something uh, like that, anxiety. And sometimes, believe it or not, dogs, just like people, when they get a little older, they develop sometimes a form of Alzheimer's, and they actually forget. 
So if none of these, if the, none of these is the problem, you just start over just like you did when your dog was a puppy. You clean the area up real good. Don't use ammonia because ammonia draws dogs back because their urine has ammonia. So clean it up with a, a good product you get at the pet store that eliminates the scent so he doesn't return to the scene of the crime. And then you, you have a regular schedule. You can find the dog when you're not able to give him attention and then you have a regular schedule. So whenever you wake up, you take the dog out. After meals, you take the dog out. As soon as you return home from someplace, you take the dog out. And you go out with your dog on a leash. You have a treat. And as soon as your dog starts to go to the bathroom, as soon as that dog is done, you say, good dog, and give the dog a treat. The most important thing is regular schedule and structure and keeping everything the same. It's just like going back to square one with a puppy. And if you do this, your dog will snap out of it pretty quickly as long as there's no medical condition. Okay. Well, I'll... um certainly take those steps to eliminate the problem if I can, and uh, um, I think the first step is to get them checked up and uh, make sure that there's no medical problem, right? And then Absolutely. Go, go to your vet. Absolutely. Okay. I appreciate it greatly. Thank you very much. Thanks for your call, Susan. We'll do a follow-up if need be. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team. Stacy, working hard in the newsroom. What's going on? You know how your dog barks like when the postman's walking by or uh, uh, somebody's walking their dog? There's distinct barks. You can tell when something's wrong and when it's just like they're barking at a, a dog going by. Well, there's also things that your dog can tell about you by the way you do certain things, the intonation in your voice. And you know what? They can actually take sides if you're having a fight with your spouse. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll tell you about the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Hey, this is Josh DeMille on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team. To my left, Dr. Debbie. Answering your vet medical questions, dog trainer. Alan Cable, dog father Joey Vellani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog, earned her wings last week flying across the country for the first time on a plane. She, she did very was well. So good. She did better now, than did she I did. Get, does she get miles? She does she does get miles. Little doggy miles. <laughs> Uh, she's, uh, what is she answering calls now too? She's doing that again. I guess she's on the phone right now. I don't know who she's with. Maybe she's giving advice to some dogs that might be traveling. I, I don't really know. I do know that in just a couple of minutes here, we're going to have a guy who's been, uh, I don't know how to put this kindly. Let's face it. He has a rooster that's ruling the roost at his house. Uh-oh. He's a real rooster. A real rooster. We'll find out what the whole deal is with him in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. And, uh, oh, I wanted to welcome KFKB Seattle and WLEM Emporium, Pennsylvania. They begin 2013 as our 103rd and 104th affiliates. We are hey. awesome. very excited. What's up there, guys? Hey, give us give a call. Give us a shout out. <laughs> Joey, today uh, you're going to be telling us how we groom our cats, how we can groom our cats. Is it really necessary to groom our cats? I mean, don't they groom sure. themselves? Well, to a certain extent, but um, you know what? We we got to help along the process a little bit there, and and it'll make life a lot easier for everyone if we if we help them along. Joey, how long? How much longer do I got to groom my cat? My tongue is starting to get raw. You, you know what? Until, until you cough up a hairball. When you cough up when you cough up a hairball, it's done. 
just be careful around the tail because you get that little tangy taste, you know. You got to goggle after that, you know, brush your teeth. I know. Well, that's all in the way, so if you're a cat owner, you want to be listening up for that. Stacy, what are you working on? What's the best way to warm up a big pachyderm on a cold winter night? How about a couple cases of vodka? Oh, sure. (laughs) I'm not kidding. That's what they had to do to keep these elephants warm. They were stuck. They got a little tipsy, and they liked it. I bet. Yep. And maybe the handlers did, too. They kissed an elephant, and they liked it. It's a new song coming out. I'll tell you all about it. No, the song's not, but these elephants that got a little inebriated is. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Joey's wife is a great sport. You know what? She just asked her because uh, when I was um, about 70 pounds um, heavier, she knew how to warm up a pachyderm. So. <laughs> this fun and frolicly portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort. End their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great. And animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Don't forget you get 25% off your first order with the code. Animal Radio, and we go to line four where we have Lisa on the phone. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Hi, real good. How you doing? Good. What's going on? Well, um, I've got two neutered male kitties. One's two years old, one's one-year-old. Um, Eddie's the older one, Cody's the younger one. And they get along great. They're best buddies. Um, but when a strange cat comes along, um, Cody, the younger one, gets very aggressive, territorial. I understand all that. And, you know, the strange cat will move on, and that's fine. But what I don't understand is then he'll turn on Eddie and get aggressive mm-hmm. with Eddie afterwards. And that's okay. the part that um, I don't understand at all. Okay, so are your kitties going outside, or are they just inside and, and kind of witnessing the cat, like, perusing their yard? <laughs> well, they're predominantly indoor cats, but they'll hang around the doorway, um, and maybe a strange cat will come by the doorway. Okay. All right. Well, this is an easy question to answer and a hard one to fix. <laughs> so I'll start with, it's definitely, when cats do this, this is what we call redirected, redirected aggression. And even though the fellow cat in the house is not the one causing the stress or causing the problem, he's the closest thing nearby. So when cats that see, say, a stray cat in the yard or they look through the window and they see one, they become agitated and, and they have stress. They don't know how to release that. So they'll turn to the left and the right and whatever's closest, whether it's another cat or even a human um, or a dog, uh, whoever might be around in the immediate area becomes the victim. And it's truly um, an anxiety. It's a, a way that they redirect uh, their necessary behavior that they would want to respond. Um, so cats just can't say, hey, buddy, get lost. You know, they have to demonstrate that through actions. And that's exactly what he's doing. He just doesn't recognize nor is he able to stop that he's picking the wrong cat. So the challenge is um, for cats that are solely indoors, um, we start from that point and talking about, you know, blocking access to the other kitties so they can't see them. Now, if your cats are going outside, you're going to ha- probably not get a hold of this problem um, because if they're going outside, they're unsupervised most likely. They may see other kitties and you have no way of preventing that interaction. So what needs to happen is that your cats need to not see outdoor cats at all. Otherwise, you're going to keep having these problems. And the reason is, is that cats remain persistently aroused for many hours to even days. So 
many times. And I actually have one client who we went through this for months and it was well over a year um, because even though the cat had maybe attacked the other cat, you know, an hour ago, um, later in the day, the cats would fight again because just the sight of the fellow cat in the household re kind of reawakened that interaction. I, I remember that cat outside. And when I saw my brother, that's when the problems happen. So then they attack the trigger to what they believe was the other cat being in the, in the environment. So this can be tough. <laughs> so um, your best best bet is to try to deter kind of the vision and the sight of those. So keeping them indoors, closing blinds. I've even put window films on windows at the lower level where the kitties are. Um, keeping them away from the windows or the doors, whether that be by using sticky tape or taking those carpet runners, turning them upside down. Just got to keep the cats from getting to where they see the outdoor kitties. Um, yeah, the is the complete opposite. He's non-aggressive, and he couldn't care less if another cat comes by. Oh, for the other kitty? Yeah. And they're, and they're individuals. Absolutely. You know, there's, 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 um, no reason we're going to expect a cat to behave the same just because they're a cat. Um, people are very different as well. So you, you just got two different personalities and their stress, um, tolerances are different in how they manifest that. So, um, you know, that's going to be one of the best things you can do is block that access. Now, the other thing, if your cats are solely indoors that you can do is to try to keep those outdoor kitties away. And, um, that's it's not easy either, but um, you know there's those motion-activated um, uh, compressed air canisters. In nicer weather, you could use sprinklers um, that are motion-activated to scare the kitties away outside. Um, and then I actually, um, a hunting friend of mine introduced me to using coyote urine and kind of treating the area around your windows and your doors with that to keep the outdoor cats away. Yeah, sounds fun, doesn't it? <laughs> but that can definitely be something to, to try as well. But the number one problem I see when, when this happens is that a lot of times the kitties, um, you know, we put them back together after the fight has happened and we put them together too soon. So it may be hours where you need them to kind of chill and sit in separate quarters. Um, sometimes it's even up to five days where you just can't get the cats to be together because the sight of the, you know, household cat is going to trigger this, uh, you know, this aggressive uh, bout there. I know. That's what I mean. This is not easy. Definitely not easy to deal with. So your your best efforts are going to be trying to deter your cats from going outside, blocking their vision, and then um, um, I've had behaviorists get involved with this for months and years in cats, and um, it, it can really escalate. So the other thing to be important I should mention is with cats, and especially in redirected aggression, we don't ever want to yell or discipline the cats. It doesn't work well in a normal situation, but when a cat is really anxious and really hypervigilant like this, it's going to actually make things worse. So we don't want to get them feeling more anxious about the, the way they're feeling. Um, so just kind of separate the cat safely, quiet dark room, and uh, kind of let things settle down. Okay. Sorry. Not an easy fix on that one, Lisa. <laughs> so. A lot of information. I appreciate it. Good luck with that. Okay. Thank you for your call, Lisa. 1-866-405-8405. Our pets don't come with replacement parts. It's an estimated that one in five dogs has diagnosed arthritis, and twice that number has undiagnosed arthritis. Luberson knows that your pet's joints deteriorate, and they often suffer in silence. Luberson's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Luberson has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.luberson.com. 
That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N dot com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Extremely dry, itchy skin needs intensive relief that lasts. So get Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream. With two dedicated medicines, it targets the underlying causes of itch and irritation. Whether they be allergies, rashes, irritation, or just dry, chapped skin... And it has seven moisturizers to provide relief that lasts and lasts. Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream. Intensive healing for lasting itch relief. Use as directed. At TurboTax, we know your paycheck is more than a number. It's opening the shop before dawn. It's going the extra mile for my patients. And it's finishing well into the night. You work hard to earn your money, and we're here to help you keep more of it. TurboTax has a personalized interview that helps you get those deductions specific to you. From a nurse's scrubs to a mechanic's tools, so you get back every penny you deserve. TurboTax, the power to keep what's yours. Try it free at TurboTax.com. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. We are celebrating our connection with our pets. Brought to you by Tag, the pet tracker. If your dog's an escape artist, perhaps they don't exercise enough. The Tag pet tracker lets you track your pet's location and activity right from your phone or computer. And you know, tracking both location and activity helps keep your pets safe and healthy. Head on over to Tag.com today. That's T-A-G-G.com. And we go to Phil. Hey, Phil, how are you? I am doing great today. How are you, sir? Good. What's going on in your world? Okay. I have two little troublemaking Yorkies that I just love like there's no tomorrow. But one of them, the Silky, the larger of the two, is chewing and chewing and chewing everything. I have tried everything. I have not tried jalapeno. I have tried hot <laughs> sauce. I have tried the... Stuff that you buy at the pet care stores that's supposed to make it bitter and they hate the taste of it. Not with Molly. Um, Molly chews. Molly has managed to chew through all of the collars that I've gotten. She has managed to chew through her license, the <laughs> aluminum license. She oh, man- yeah. has managed to chew the area around pet carrier that I have her or that I put her in for this, she chewed away the part that actually locks the door. Phil! (laughs) Sounds like a billy goat. How old is your little doggy? All right, Molly is, um, she turned a year old last month. I've called in before. I had two little Yorkies that I got from a breeder where I got a little Hey, Phil, don't threaten me. Don't threaten me, Phil. Don't don't tell me you've called before. Don't threaten me, buddy. Don't threaten me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, Phil, you know, uh, let me ask you a couple of questions. Is your dog neutered or spayed? It's a little boy dog, right? Is he neutered yet? 
No, they were okay. both spayed okay. when they were six months old, right? Just between six months and a year Beautiful. old. But they were Beautiful. And and does your dog yeah. have any does your dog have any physical problems? Have you checked your dog out with the vet, the one that's chewing just to be safe? Oh. They have, oh Phil, the dog's have, got your leg, Phil. They have um their own little HMO. Okay, each Beautiful. one of them. Every time they sneeze, they go to the doc. I mean, Beautiful. Now, Phil, I got a, I got another question for you, Phil. I got questions, and I know you've got answers. Do you play with your dog, Phil? Do you walk your dog every day for like a half hour? Do you play with the constantly, dogs? Constantly. Do the, okay, I drive a truck cross country. Right. Every time the air brakes go on, they get out. Right. That's do you simple. do you tire them out good though, Phil? Does he tire the little yes. dogs out to where they, yep, yes. they want to sleep and stuff? Okay, here's my yes. suggestion. Here's my suggestion. Without knowing you and being there with you, Phil, when you when you take your dogs out and you tire them out, you tire the dog out, you play with your dog, you put the dog in the crate immediately after. I mean, you tire that dog out, put the dog in the crate immediately after. And as soon as the dog is laying there being calm, you tell your dog what a good dog he is, and you give him a treat. You reward him for calm behavior in the crate, okay? The more tired that dog is, the better it's going to be for you. And when you decide to play with the dog and and do a chew thing, like where you're going to play with the dog, where the dog's going to get to chew something, then you always have only two or three toys. Pick the favorite ones, your dog's favorite ones, and you stick that in his face, and when he starts chewing it, you're like, good boy, good dog. And you're consistent, Phil. You do it day in and day out. But the most important thing is to tire your dog out and to teach your dog to be alone without you so that when you leave, your dog is calm. And when you come back, your dog is calm. So you want to work towards calmness. You want your dog to be calm all the time except when you're playing. At other times, like you said, whenever she hears the air brakes, she starts to rev up. So that's like a little trigger that tells her, oh, we're going to stop. I'm going to get out. Well, so then play with the air brakes and don't stop, Phil. Don't stop so that she starts to associate the air brakes with nothing. You don't want to give her any triggers that get her wound up and kooky and crazy. Are you there, Phil? Yeah. I, I think just I killed didn't want Phil. To interrupt you. Oh, Phil, then you want to get married? I'd love a wife like you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to. I'm looking for a woman who won't interrupt me. You're the next best thing. <laughs> you got the wrong person for that. Don't even go there. I'm messing with you. I'm messing you with made Phil. Him speechless. I'm messing with you. I did. I took and away listen, his breath. Hey, listen, man. I am open minded, not to the point that I let my brain fall out, okay? <laughs> Well, Phil, did anything I say about your pooch, did that help you at all to make any sense? Kind of, but you'd have to understand, Molly. Um, One thing I am, my dogs, is very consistent. They came from the breeder's arms right into my arms in Des Moines, Iowa, right into my truck, okay? This is the only life they've ever known. They get out four and five times a day for at least a half hour run and play and bite at each other and play and just have a good time. Then they get back in, they get a good treat for coming to me when I call them, and we go on down the road. Problem is, when I go inside in a restaurant, I come back out and something has been chewed up. Again, when you leave, don't say goodbye to them, don't talk to them. Just leave. Learn to stop talking 
okay? About a half hour before you know you're going to pull over to eat, do not talk to your dogs at all. And remember, play with, you got to set it up in your brain. I'm going to play with the dogs. I'm going to exhaust the dogs. I'm going to get back in the truck. I'm going to drive another 40 minutes with the dog in the crate. Then I'm going to leave the truck without saying a word, and I'm going to come back without saying a word. You got to do this stuff, Phil, consistently. It's not going to change overnight. You got a young, energetic dog, and you're probably not getting the dog tired enough. You probably think you are, but the dog needs to be run a lot until the, to the point of exhaustion, where, where she just doesn't want to run anymore she just wants to stop does he does he put the uh, dog in a crate while he goes in i don't get what's going to keep him from chewing well what keeps dogs dogs chew dogs chew because they through the crate man really this dog has bionic jaws he has a billy goat he don't have a dog Dogs chew because they're bored. nine times out of ten if there's nothing wrong with the dog they chew out of boredom they're bored and that just means they're not getting enough energy released. And, and they'll start okay. chewing everything. And you've got to teach them what they can chew. And you've got, Phil, you've got to work towards being calm. You know, I, I'm just talking to you. You know, you're a guy who likes to talk a lot. I'll bet you're talking to those dogs all the time. I was quiet and you told me, so you said, Phil, were you there? And I said, I didn't Phil, want to interrupt. I got to agree with you. I got to agree with Phil there. I, I'm with well, Phil, too. He, he did I say that. I agree with Phil, too. I agree with Phil, too. But <laughs> Phil is not... Phil is not willing to. Phil actually gets pleasure out of the fact that his dog is chewing everything because I've I've given him a solution. I've given him a solution to work towards, and he he dismisses it. He's like, "You gotta understand." Oh, no, well, I have not missed anything. You are telling me that there are triggers. I'm yes. going to have to watch for those triggers. Yes, and I'm going yes. to have to adjust my behavior in order yes. to adjust the dog's behavior. How's that? Now you now you're, Phil, now you're talking. Now you're talking. You can, Phil, watch your dogs. Stop talking and watch your dogs. Watch the way they move. Watch their behavior. You're going to be able to tell when your dog is revved up. And that would be the time to take your dog out and tire that dog out a lot. When the dog is tired to the point of exhaustion, put the dog in the kennel. And you can drive with the dog in the kennel. You don't leave the, the truck necessarily. Just put your dog in the kennel. She's nice and calm. She's taking a nap. Good dog. When she wakes up, open the kennel door and put a treat in there. And, and when she starts to on her own figure, you know, figure out that the kennel is a great place and good things happen there, she's going to start going in there and she's not going to care whether you come or go. For some reason, when you decide to leave, she's getting all excited. So you've got to work towards, uh, getting rid of that. Uh, you know, when you leave, it's just like a matter of fact, no big deal. He's coming back. I don't care. You got to get your dog to the point she doesn't care whether you come or go. And it'll take you some time to do that. Okay, man. And by the way, Phil, this is very important. Put them both, both in crates because the other one might be instigating the dog that's doing the chewing, getting her revved up. I, I assure you, they instigate. They, yeah. one feeds yeah. off of the other. I was just that's wondering right. if there was something maybe I could use to, to be a deterrent. Chewing of the wrong items. I want you know what to chew. you know what it's. It, you brought greenies, up. A, they get they get greenies. They get everything. They go to the, you brought up. But see, the, Phil, the key the key is not what they get. The key is when you give it to them. You only give your dog a treat when your dog is being totally calm and doing the behavior that you want. If you give a dog a treat when the dog is excited, you're telling the dog, "Hey, I like this excited behavior. I like when you're nuts." So you have to stop and think about what you're doing and when you're doing it, buddy. 
Okay, man. Thanks a lot now. Thanks for your call, Phil. Phil. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405. A little honker in your throat there. What's going on there, buddy? Yeah, I got, you know, you know, you know how it goes. You know how it is, Al. I mean, you know, the body's changing, you know, the getting older a little bit, the systems are breaking down. Me and Joey, we, we're going to be playing Marjan soon in a room with no friends and buying lottery tickets and praying we hit the big one so we can sit in a bigger room with a bigger Marjan board. That's right. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewies.com. That's Chewies, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com. Extremely dry, itchy skin needs intensive relief that lasts. So get Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream. With two dedicated medicines, it targets the underlying causes of itch and irritation. Whether they be allergies, rashes, irritation, or just dry, chapped skin. And it has seven moisturizers to provide relief that lasts and lasts. Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream. Intensive healing for lasting itch relief. Use as directed. At TurboTax, we know your paycheck is more than a number. It's being there for my customers. It's lending a hand at any hour. And it's having my coworkers' backs day or night. You work hard to earn your money, and we're here to help you keep more of it. TurboTax has experts available to answer your questions by phone or live chat, so you get the answers you need and every penny you deserve. TurboTax, the power to keep what's yours. Try it free at TurboTax.com. Live tax help service is subject to availability, restrictions, and change without notice. See TurboTax.com for details. Some nights I can't get to sleep. Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom, I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer, so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Vodka is being credited for saving the life of two elephants in Siberia, Russia. According to Russia's RIA News, the circus truck was transporting these two Indian elephants, Jenny and Magda, and it caught fire in minus 40 degrees Celsius temperatures. Well, the truck was forced to stop and the handlers had to get the elephants out of the truck. And first they just jogged around the truck with Jenny and Magda so they wouldn't freeze. But that wasn't enough to stave off the cold. Then one quick thinking handler just said, I know how to warm these guys up. Let's drink some vodka. (laughs) Nothing like a cold winter night with a big fat elephant next to you drinking vodka. I'm sure that's happened to you before, right? The keepers mixed the liquor with water before they served it to the pachyderms, and a local official says they roared like it was the jungle once they drank that alcohol. 
He says the elephants must have been pretty happy. I bet they were. The animals were eventually moved into a heated garage nearby, but they didn't escape unscathed. The elephants suffered frostbite on their ears and their legs. The injuries, thankfully, were not serious, though. One of their handlers, also stricken with frostbite, he had to be hospitalized. Dock workers in Norfolk, England, got a spidery surprise. They opened up a shipping container that was infested with hundreds of deadly black widow spiders. According to the mirror, the insects are believed to have hatched inside a crate shipping tires from Arizona to uh, England. The stowaway spiders then used the 5,000-mile trip to overtake the container. Well, workers were searching the container for wildlife, and they spotted the spiders. They quickly sealed the container. They called pest control so they could get rid of them. Mark Cook, a spokesman for the shipping firm, pointed out that black widows have a bad reputation, but their bite is rarely deadly. All right, this is not a great story. There's a Florida guy, a man, who's facing charges that he had sex with a miniature donkey, and he's now challenging the constitutionality of the law banning zoophilia. The Ocala Star Banner reports that the suit claims there's no proof that animals are injured or that the activity was non-consensual. This is sick. Carlos Romero was arrested back in October. He claims the law banning sexual activity with animals infringes on his rights. He's scheduled to go on trial in the next few days. So, do you need to brush your dog's teeth before or after sex? Well, yes. uh, Home dental care is one of the best ways to help keep your pet's teeth and gums healthy. Just like humans, um, you need to start as early as possible in your in your. canine friend's life so that they will become accustomed to having their mouth handled. Use a moist, softened pet or a child's toothbrush and stay away from human toothpaste, baking soda, or salt. Use gentle brushing motions to keep keep the the, uh, teeth and gums clean, just like you would your own, because you can get, uh, your animals can get very sick, just like you can if your gums are not uh, healthy. I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicab, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Musicians, Guitar Center warehouses are overflowing. There's simply no room for new gear until we clear out the old. Your chance to save huge is now during Guitar Center's clearance event. Millions of dollars worth of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, recording equipment, DJ gear, and more. All price dropped to move. Score massive savings on gear that's absolutely got to go. Up to 80% off list, plus get special clearance financing. But hurry, Guitar Center's clearance event ends soon. In-store or online. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for.
Because animals can't speak for themselves, Lupercin is committed to giving them a voice. Pets with undiagnosed arthritis suffer in silence. Be their hero. Give them all-natural Lupercin. Lupercin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubercin has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubercin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Animal Radio. And here at the Animal Radio Studios, we have a cat that's boss. At home, the dog is the boss. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, is the boss. Whatever she wants, she rules the roost. Not for this next guest. Our next guest, Brian McGrory. Am I pronouncing that right? Brian McGrory is joining us. And he has a, well, he's a rooster that uh, (laughs) rules the roost at his house. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. I really appreciate being here. Thanks an awful lot for having me. Your book is doing fabulous. Did you ever think it would do so well? The book called Buddy, How a Rooster Made Me a Family Man, and it's uh, shooting up the charts there. Hey, you're selling a whole bunch of those. Well, we are. We're delighted by how it's doing. We've been uh, lucky to get some great reviews in some really prominent newspapers uh, and magazines, and it's uh, yeah, it's been really, really doing well. I appreciate you saying that. Oh, wait till everybody hears about it on Animal Radio. Yeah. Now it's really going to. Yeah, this is the uh, pinnacle of your career. Yeah. I guarantee that. <laughs> uh, let, let's see. Give us a little bit of a backstory, and uh, I, I guess you 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 fell in love with uh, your veterinarian. Is that what happened? I did. It, it it kind of all starts with a great dog that I had a golden retriever named Harry who um, died too young at 10 years old. Aww. But he um, he introduced me to his uh, lifelong veterinarian, uh, Pam Bendock. And um, from there, uh, we, we um, got together and I left my city place for the suburbs and my life of independence for Pam and her uh, two young daughters, and wow. everything was uh, admittedly an adjustment, uh, but it was great except for this one pet they had mm. among the many pets they had, and that was a Snow White bud, uh, rooster named Buddy. Mm, a rooster didn't like you. Well, the rooster, it's interesting. The rooster it was uh, the result of a uh, science fair project in uh, Pam's <laughs> oldest daughter's school. They hatched chicken eggs, and one egg hatched. Oh. Th- thank God only one in retrospect. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> out, out comes this adorable uh, fuzzy yellow chick that is constantly handled and um, loved on by Pam and the kids, and the chick grows up to be what they thought was a hen, uh-huh. and the hen sprouts a uh, crown and a uh, uh, barrel chest and ends up to be a rooster, loves Pam, loves the kids, hated my guts. Now, we hear, <laughs> we hear this story with dogs all the time, especially with uh, chihuahuas, those little barking dog, yapping dogs, they become real possessive. So apparently this rooster, named Buddy, uh, didn't like you, uh, you had to... Uh, befriend it somehow were you able to befriend it what lessons did you learn well it's interesting i mean in, in his defense uh you know it's it, it's <laughs> yes he definitely hated me but i think he never understood the point of me you know if he was already ruling his roost what was this pathetic little man doing there trying to do the same <laughs> sure, thing sure uh, and yeah you're you're right i mean you draw lessons from funny places uh, um and as i'm kind of adjusting to life in suburbia as i'm trying to figure out how you deal with a couple of young girls and uh, life in a suburban home and drama lurking around every corner because it's a house filled with women. Yep. Um, uh, what Buddy taught me was, I mean, he was so darn committed to everything he had in this house and in his yard. He had free range of the yard. 
I, I think Hello? Buddy's taking control of the phone line. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is that what's happened there? The we, we've, lost, we've lost him, apparently. <laughs> Buddy didn't like what Buddy heard. I hope he's okay. I wonder if Buddy talks in third person to himself. Buddy doesn't like what Buddy's hearing. I'm actually very worried about Brian right now. Yep, you never Why? know. That rooster. I'm concerned that uh, perhaps Buddy cut the phone lines. We're going to have <laughs> giveaways of this book in just a couple of seconds here. It's a hard book to get because it's selling out everywhere. Who would have thought? Got it back? Brian, are you okay? Uh- I am okay. It Sorry about that. It wasn't Buddy, was it? It wasn't. It was not. <laughs> okay. We thought maybe he cut the phone lines or something and wanted this interview to end very quickly. He heard me, he heard me saying something negative. Uh, no, I'm yes. sorry about that. So what did he teach you? Well, he taught me about commitment to what you have. I mean, he was, uh, I, I don't know where I lost you, but he was so committed to everything in his house, to Pam, to his, uh, to her kids, everything in his yard and he wasn't worried about what was going on anywhere else outside of the fence line he just was so completely satisfied with his world and i'm looking at him and i'm saying you know it would help if i were a little bit more like buddy here Ah. it's pretty good because i would have looked at him and i would have said dinner (laughs) (laughs) believe me there were many nights when i thought that exact thing but uh uh, my problem was I was definitely the second most popular guy in the household, so I couldn't afford to think like that. <laughs> okay, I get it. So do you guys get along now? Well, here, here's the sad uh, part of this. is um, This past May, as I was um, doing the final, final uh, run-through on the book, the copy edits, um, one Sunday morning, Buddy came walking out of what is perhaps the most elaborate rooster shed in America with his transom windows and double-seater doors. Wow. And- <laughs> Came walking down his uh, plank. Pam was letting him out on a, this glorious Sunday morning, and he collapsed of what appears to be a heart attack and died in the grass, oh. right, uh, basically right in Pam's arms. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm yeah, it was. I mean, I, I had always thought that, and Pam had always thought that a um, rooster would, a uh, well cared for rooster would live to be about 15 years, but after he died, she did a lot of research and. Realized he was basically a broiler, what's known as a broiler breed, and it's as every bit as vulgar as it sounds. Um, he was, you know, basically bred to be slaughtered and eaten uh, uh-huh. at age a much younger age, and his body couldn't support his um, couldn't support him much longer. His heart couldn't do it. How old was Buddy? Three. Three. Is there going to be a new Buddy? Um, uh, you know, please don't ask that question too loud because I don't want anyone here to hear it. No, I don't think so. Is um, uh, this animal was beloved, believe me. He was loved, and oddly enough, even the neighbors loved him. I thought they would call animal control and try to get him evicted because of his incessant uh, screaming and crowing. Uh, but no, they brought cheese. They uh, stopped and took pictures of him. They would visit with him regularly. Wow, kind but, of a celebrity. Uh, uh, as Pam has, has pointed out herself, you don't just go out and get a rooster if you're living right. in suburbia. Uh, Buddy just kind of happened here, and it was kind of fate that brought him here. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, come next year we ended up with a couple of hens in the yard and in Buddy's house, but I don't think you uh, you go and seek out a rooster. Well, it looks like a great book. I'm gonna. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But oh, it's a page turner. I, I couldn't turner? put it down. I'm waiting yes. for Judy to finish it here. Oh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that, Judy. Thank you. Oh, I enjoyed it. We're gonna go ahead and give out ten copies of it right now, buddy. How a rooster made me a family man. The author Brian McGrory, who's joining us right now, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This is another one of those books that is a bestseller. So if your bookstore doesn't have it, uh, or you can head on over to Amazon, get it online. But if your bookstore doesn't 
doesn't have it, ask them to order it and they'll get it for you. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I'm really uh, delighted you have me. I really appreciate this, guys. Thank you very, very much. Take care of yourself there, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye now. one 405 Kind of a strange story there. I gotta yeah. tell you, if 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 a if a guy that writes a book about a rooster is a, is a bestseller, I then know. I then I have the I have a hit here. Let me tell you, when I when I, when I put my novel together, Joey's new book is going to be called How a Hair Blower Changed My Life. That's right. You know, I totally understand what he's saying about how they're born to be slaughtered. That's the same way with turkeys. Turkeys that are bred in captivity, I didn't even know they, they can't live long lives. They're bred to only they're only can survive a few years. I wonder if I was born to be slaughtered. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, there was silence there. That was funny. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love animal radio. Keep listening. portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. You can bathe your pet at home and style them like the pros. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special. Yes, it's still a holiday special here at Animal Radio, just for $89 through January. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. It's endorsed by our very own Joey Volani. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, but do you know why it's still a holiday special? Because we're still partying like it, it was is. the beginning of the year. What's going on in your world, big guy? Well, you know, I got a um, email from a Malia Cerrone, and um, she just got a she got a kitten for um, Christmas. Oh. And what she's asking me is, um, can she brush and comb her kitty just like she would her dog? And it's... It's pretty much absolutely yes, and this is the rule of thumb. Short hair, whether it's dog or cat, you're going to use a rubber curry brush and a comb. Hmm. Medium hair, you're going to use a slicker brush and a comb. Long flowing hair, and without knots, you're going to use a pin brush and a comb. So you use a comb on all of them, but depending on the length of the cats. Now, when I say short, medium, and long, I'm going to go like this. Anything more than a half of an inch or less than a half inch is short. Okay. Anything from a half inch to an inch is medium, and anything from an inch and longer is long is a long coat. And if you do that, and, and you know what, it's the perfect time because we start them out as a kitten because they'll like it. They'll, they'll almost, um, you know, it'll almost be like an affection type thing where they feel like they're getting massaged. If you they're wait too little too long, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You know, because they'll like they'll like being brushed and combed. When you wait a little too long, they get a little bit of ornery. So Cats will like it. Some cats are going to hate it. And the ones that are going to hate it, um, you're going to hate doing it because you're going to get bit. Mm. And I can almost guarantee that. Now, if you want to you know, spruce it up a little bit, throw a little cornstarch in the coat and brush that through. Because sometimes cats get that little bit, you know, a little bit of an odor, especially if you are a little bit lackadaisical on changing, you know, the little pan. Um, so what you can do is use a little cornstarch and, and even baking soda because that will actually, um, you know, reduce the urine odor a little bit because it will neutralize it. And um, brush that through because sometimes with long-haired cats, even when when you do keep it clean, because they go in there and they're stepping in it, the um, fur. I almost said coat. And remember one thing: dogs have coat, cats have fur. The fur <laughs> on the cat is going to absorb it. So what you can do if you use a little of that, you brush it through, you'll be real happy. And you know what? If you do that, you probably never have to, unless you really want to bathe your cats. Cats are pretty um, 
keep themselves pretty clean. So um, if you just brush and comb and, and use um, a little powder here and there, you should be fine and never have to worry about putting your kitty unless they get fleas or something in the, in the, in the tub or sending them mm -hmm. off to the groomer. Mm -hmm. And you know what? That'll save you a lot of money because it's $90 if you come by me to bring your short-haired cat. That's where oh, cats start. You, you charge more for cats than dogs? I, I charge a lot more because it's it's um it's the hazard you you you're paying for hazard pay. <laughs> okay. Um even even if it's a good cat you just you just never know. So so you know what you'll save yourself a hell of a lot of money if if you um just take care of it that way. Mm, good. And good, good to tip, start huh? young. I like that because the cats get used to it and they they actually like they want to be groomed if you start them young. Very good. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Villani is on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. We are certainly taking care of business here at Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs Made with Raw USDA Inspected Meat. Raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. It's the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Cats even enjoy it, too, and they have a cat food. Check it out at StellaAndChewies.com. Hey, Ken, how are you doing? Hey, we're doing good. How are you doing this fine day? Good. Where are you calling from? Oh, we're calling from Colorado. I love Colorado. That's my hometown is Colorado. Oh, whereabouts? I was born and raised in Denver, Colorado. And now, oh, okay. Now I have a southern draw that I just didn't have 30 seconds ago. But <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> What's going on, Ken? Oh, nothing. Um, you know, I was listening to a driver last week, and I listen to your radio as I'm normally working on Sunday. I'm a truck driver, and I have a that travels with me. And uh, I, I hear other dogs, you know, with trucks out there also. But my main concern is I have a Corgi that runs around with me in my truck. He's been on the truck for uh, almost three years. You know, I took him back here a couple of weeks ago to get, uh, you know, his checkup and everything. Uh -huh. And his enzymes in his liver was a little high. Oh, oh wow. And, and the doctor was thinking he ingested something. And I'm like, well, you know, I got him on a pretty good leash all the time, and he's, you know, he's never really into anything. And we kind of narrowed it down to when she found out where he is, is walking around truck stops and, like, Ooh. rest areas. And there's a lot of overspray of pesticides in the area that I run, you know, with farmlands and stuff. And they lick their paws, and they actually ingest it that way. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of and, this, Dr. Depp? You know, there's a couple of steps you can do. Is Number one, always watch where you walk your dog, especially at a truck stop if there's oil on the ground. You know, they ingest it through that way. It's like getting a little pair of booties for them. Mm -hmm. you know, I was just going to say, that would be exactly the first thing I would do is put little booties on these guys when you got them out walking. Exactly, and especially with the mag chloride that they're putting down now uh, with the winter months coming in. Uh, you know, for the ice melt or the salts that they put down. and, mm -hmm. and So his liver uh, enzymes are back to normal now? Uh, yes, everything is back Good. to normal. He's fine. And I would just love to tell the other drivers out there, really keep an eye out where you walk your dog. Doc, what about those uh, sanitary wipes that they do for, 
for pets that you can wipe their paws. How effective what, is are that those? Good? Well, it might be something you can try short of the booties. Um, but really, a lot of times it's really kind of hosing them off and, and really getting the all the particulates and the things off the skin surface. That can be tough in a really furry uh, dog foot. So um, it might be something you can try. And I do have some clients that will do that, um, mostly because of not just you know pesticides and things like that, but, but just environmental allergens. Um, so some dogs have grass allergies. So coming in from outdoors, you know, we may wipe their feet down with a damp towel or with a uh, dry bath wipe or something like that. Yeah, it depends a, a bit on our concern level. I'd say for Ken's purposes, gosh, I would be super visual, and I think the booties would be the way to go when he's out in the kind of unknown areas. Um, but, yeah, some of those sprays they put down for devegetation, um, you know, along the roadsides, you know, they could be some, some interesting stuff. Well, so i got to think even at the truck stops there where there's oil on the ground and antifreeze and all kinds of crap on the ground from the trucks. You got it. You got it. Yeah, and, you, know, I, you know, there. I, I never thought about that until we had them tested, and now I'm like, you know, my dog has walked, you know, we walk basically the same areas all the time. And but now it's uh, you know he's literally in booties. <laughs> and your baby, you know, as far as just some of the challenges with with folks that that truck is that you know your dog is going through a lot of environments. So parasites, you know, definitely a huge concern going across country. Heartworm, internal parasites, and, and these different environmental toxins. We may not always know what we're going through in some of the areas. So um, it, I think it does raise some awareness just to fellow um, drivers out there to to really be vigilant with your little ones. Uh, everybody that's ever seen him, I mean, he is the perfect corgi you know but this dog here even my vet is like wow he's the healthiest dog i ever seen mm. it must be because you, you know? listen to animal radio you're getting all these great tips huh oh yeah i love <laughs> it you know and uh I, I really just discovered you a couple of weeks ago wow you know and i listened to you a while back but then i was off the road on the weekends and now i'm on the road on the weekends so I always tend to tune you in. I think it's a recorded show, though. Well, so, sun, Sunday's a repeat of the Saturday show, but uh, it's pretty close to live. I thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, welcome back. And, and give your uh, Corgi a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. one 405 That is toll-free to connect in with our dream team. Dog trainer Alan Cable, Dr. Debbie, dog father Joey Volani, or animal communicator Joy Turner. If your cat's ticked off at you because you didn't get him the right presents for Christmas, well, maybe he wanted a Frolicat bundle. And it's not too late to get a Frolicat bundle. Any time of the year you can do this. Just tell him it was backlogged or backordered or yeah. something. It didn't arrive. Tell him Santa didn't make it in time. Just a little fib to your cat. Yes. Head on over to Frolicat.com. That's F-R-O-L-I-C-A-T dot com. Now, in the bundle, you get the Frolicat Bolt, which is an interactive laser toy. got to love it. We actually play with this in the studio, so we'll turn <laughs> off the, the lights. Cats, yeah. Cats are wondering what we're doing. The Frolic Cat Twitch, which automatically bounces and swings an enticing little teaser toy around. Uh-huh. They love that. And the Frolic Cat Dart, which is an automatic rotating laser light. All of these in the Frolic Cat bundle and all fun toys. Your cat wants it. And he'll forgive you if you're late with it once he sees if it. If you get it right now. If and you get it right now. These yes. are toys, by the way, that just look Amazing! They're they look like an Apple product. They they fit Very in. Sleek. You can leave them around the house, and people won't. People will actually look, and they'll pick it up on the table. And they say, won't even know what, what it is. is I this know thing? they'll be curious. Frolicat, thank you so much for sponsoring Animal Radio. 
That's all we have time for today. Remember, next week, very cool, the guy who trains these driving dogs that you've seen on the viral video, he's going to be with us telling us how we train those dogs. That's so cool. It's amazing. They're, they're, check out the video between now and then oh, if you, you haven't have seen it yet. Oh, you have to see it. The dogs are actually shifting the knobs and, and doing, doing Turning all. the wheel and sitting there. Looking over their shoulder, looking at traffic. I'm telling you, it won't be long before they're putting the GPS tracking collar on us and they're driving around, driving us around. <laughs> Uh, be sure to check us out on our Facebook page at Animal Radio or online at AnimalRadio.com or email us all week long at your voice at Animal Radio. And uh, also tweet us at Animal Radio or download the Animal Radio app for your iPhone or your uh, Android phone, all your smartphones. And be sure to check out Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terriers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, all How to Be Your Best Friends, and all available at Amazon.com. Links over at AnimalRadio.com. We'll catch you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Take care, guys. This is Animal Radio Network.